Hello, welcome to my camp. I'm Monty Church. Today, I'm speaking to you from the land of the Red Sands, a land where God's handiwork is nothing like any other place on the earth. Few people understand how to commune with nature and to respect the land like our native people do. To commune with nature is to appreciate the way the land takes care of all of our basic needs such as food and shelter and clothing. Much like a mother, the land takes care of our needs in the same way. The sky gives us the sunshine and sends us the rain that we need for our crops and gives us shade on hot days. This is why in our upbringing, we have learned to call the Earth Mother and the Sky Father. They're like our parents. We are to respect them for they care for us. Now spiritually we know that the Earth and the sky are not actually in themselves the Creator. But God Almighty is the one who created both the earth and the sky for us. His care, as we're seeing through the earth and through the sky, shows us how much God really loves us. God loves for us to open up our hearts and talk to him as we would a friend. And this is what our study time together is about today. This business of prayer is so important. It's so vital to each one of us as Christians. When we ask God for help, our asking opens up a storehouse of many blessings for us. This area here is known by our native ancestors as a place of prayer. Out here in the wonders of nature, you feel closer to the Great Spirit. You see, when we pray, something happens. By us choosing to ask Him for help, we recognize Him as our source of power and of life. So when we ask God to help us, He says He's pleased to do these things for us. He longs for our friendship. He wants us to talk to Him. He's eager to answer our requests and to help us with our basic needs and to solve our problems, answer all our questions, and even heal all our diseases. All these things God will do if we'll just ask. Our Siberian native brothers and sisters discovered this in a dramatic way. In 1988, the political iron curtain between Russia and the United States was removed. This radical change allowed the door to be opened for our native folk of St. Lawrence Island in the United States and their Eskimo relatives in Siberia to be reunited. In 1991, many of the Russian relatives expressed their desire to learn more about God's plan for their lives in Russia. The Christians from St. Lawrence Island visited their relatives for several months, 
teaching them about God and about the power of prayer. In 1992, just a year later, four walrus skin boats loaded with our native brothers and sisters from Providenia, Siberia, set out for the village of Gamble on St. Lawrence Island. The first boatload arrived the first morning. Those on board told the islanders that three other boats were coming, but they got held up and lost in the fog. On the third day, still lost in the thick fog, they got to thinking about what they had learned about the power of prayer. The women all bowed their head in prayer, and the men continued watching for land. They were calm, but they were very worried. But as they started to pray, a strange feeling came upon all those who were watching. Suddenly, they saw a clearing opening in the fog, just the width of their boats. It was like a tunnel about 12 feet wide and 12 feet high, going in the direction of the island. Though the sea was rough, they headed through the tunnel opening, and without any problems, eventually came to the land directly on the shores of the village of Gamble. When they climbed out of their boats, the first thing they excitedly said to those who ran to greet them was, your God is very strong. Nothing can match him. He cared for us. He saved us. We believe in him. When we hear dramatic stories like this, it's a wonder we don't pray more. This privilege of seeing prayers answered is available to you and to me. The Book of Heaven says, Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks it will be opened. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask Him? We give Him permission when we ask of Him a blessing. Satan has to stand back when we choose to allow God to help us, you see. Prayer allows God to do things He ordinarily couldn't do because He won't impose His way. He values our freedom of choice. God loves you so deeply. He wants to be a part of every aspect of your life. One of the most common problems in this business of prayer is oftentimes people say, I am so weak. I am so sinful. I can't see how God can answer prayers and help a person like me. Nothing could be farther from the truth. The Creator loves it when we come to Him just as we are. Jesus says to you, anyone who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. Remember, you don't have to change to come to Jesus. You come to Jesus in order to be changed. I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. Prisoners, prostitutes, demoniacs, murderers, all these people were changed when they asked for help in Jesus' name. Friends, 
We're all sinners. And if God can help me, He can help you too. All we have to do is ask. Think about this. How can God start helping us with our problems of addictions or temper or becoming more responsible unless we give Him a chance? Somewhere, somehow, He has to be allowed into our lives before He can help you. I'm a true believer in prayer, and I want people to hear my testimony. In 1995, my dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And when he started having radiation therapy, he was 160 pounds. And he was, he thought he would get better, but they told him, the doctor told him that he can't. There's nothing they could do for him except to give him therapy to relieve his cancer at a certain area of the body, but the cancer was spreading. And my father, he wanted to see medicine man to see if anything could be done, but my husband and I have been witnessing to my father about the Lord. We told my, my dad about the Lord, how the Lord loves him and understands his pain. And my father, the doctor gave him six months to a year to live. And then one day we visit my dad at his Hogan and he was telling me the bad dreams that he had. One dream, he said, every time he goes to sleep, he would see a black shadow coming toward him. And my dad said, sometimes it was so bad, he tried to wake up himself, but he can't do it. And then another time, he said he had a dream that he was, either he would be walking in the canyon and there would be nobody around him. And he was wondering, why am I having these dreams? And then one time my dad told me to pray for him. So I went home and I prayed for him that night. And the Lord told me, the reason why your dad has these dreams is the evil spirit was trying to get to him. The black shadow that he sees was the evil spirit. And I, and then the other thing about being lost and out in nowhere, the Lord was saying, my dad was spiritually lost because he was doubting his faith. And then he, at times he thought of going back to traditional ways, like having the ceremony done. The evil spirit was trying to find a way to make my dad go back to the ways that the Lord doesn't want him to take. The evil spirit was really fighting for, for him. And then I, after the Lord told me these things, I was so amazed. And the Lord said, tell your dad to get ready. It's almost time for him to go. And I thought my dad would be able to live for another two months. But I guess my dad had to get ready for the, past, the next three weeks. Because of this prayer, my dad had full conviction. My dad decided to follow the Lord no matter what happens. 
no matter what the people tell him. I'm hoping I would be in the same way with the Lord so I would be able to see my dad again and be able that, to tell him that his life has been a testimony, not for, just for me, but to the people who are suffering from terminal illness. And it gave me the strength to go on no matter my dad passed away. He showed me that no matter how sick a person can be, the Lord's there with them. He was 95 pounds by the time he passed away. But I told him, when you get to heaven, you're going to be healthy again. No more pain, no more suffering. You won't be as skinny as you used to be. And I hope to tell my dad, if I see him again, his life has been good. The Lord has worked so many miracles in his life even all the way to the end. One night, I decided to call my dad to see if he was lonesome. And when I called him, he picked up the phone and I asked my dad, do you get any visitors or do you have a roommate? Because he had, he had one room to himself, so I figured he might be lonely or, or by himself. So he decided to call him and he said no. I said, oh, you mean you have a roommate now? And he said, no, I have visitors. And I said, Who, who's your visitors? And I was expecting to see, hear one of the relatives' name. And my dad said, my visitors are two angels, he said. They're on each side of my bed. And they talk to me, and they teach me songs. And they, they praise the Lord with me, he said. And my father passed away in peace with the angels. And I'm glad that we have a way to communicate with the Lord through prayer, which is so wonderful. Many people ask, what can I do which will allow God to better answer my prayers? Well, first of all, the Book of Heaven says, always approach God with a humble heart. You need to let Him know that you realize that you have problems and you absolutely don't have what it takes to solve them. God never fails. You simply just have to be honest with Him. Secondly, when we pray, we need to be sincere in our desire to live the way God wants us to live. This is what David meant when he said in the Book of Heaven, if I regard iniquity or hold on to sin in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Remember, no matter how many problems you have, you don't have to be perfect to come and talk to God. He's always ready to listen. When you don't try to hide your bad habits or your weaknesses or justify the bad things that you do, then God is able to help you. You see, it's this honest and humble attitude that allows God to work in us and for us when we show a willingness to be changed. Last, allow God to answer your prayers His way. You see, He is all wise. He has the ability to see the end from the beginning, and He knows how to work out our worst problems over time. Be constantly open to His leading after you pray for certain things. 
He'll often answer your requests in surprising ways, in his good and perfect timing, and always in ways better and beyond what we could ever hope for. Do you know what the ultimate prayer experience is? Let me tell you. Well, it seems like we have some company here. How you doing, Max? Just fine. How are you today? Just great. Sort of cold. It is. Well, how you, you doing? That's a little hot. Thank you. What are you doing out here? Well, I like to come out and meditate. I like to pray. Tell me, Max, what's the ultimate prayer experience? I'm just talking to folks here about what prayer means. I think prayer means talking to God. And talking to Him always, all the time. All the time? Yes. Well, I appreciate that. Well, it get a little warm there. I'm going to sit here a minute. Yeah. Well, they say that a lot of the old-timers always come out here to meditate. Yeah, take, I, take time. It's a good time. It's a good thing to do that. I like to come here for myself. Think about God, the Creator. Almighty. Everything is possible with him if you stay in contact with him. That's wonderful, Max. That's a nice looking horse you got there. Thank you. I like him because he's very gentle. Very gentle. Oh, this is good drink. Friend, I have a little ways to go. <laughs> To you. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate you stopping by, Max. It's good to see you again. It was nice talking to you. Yeah. Lord bless you. Thank you. Nice to see you again. Okay. In the book of heaven, God says, pray without ceasing. You say, what does this mean? Does it mean walking around all day with your hands folded together and your eyes closed praying? No. What it means is to always be in an attitude of prayer, turning to the Creator for help for everything. It's like constantly talking to your best friend that is actually with you each moment, each hour. Studies tell us that all of us make at least 10,000 decisions a day. We start making it the moment we open our eyes in the morning. What am I going to wear? What am I going to eat for breakfast? What am I going to do today? What's my schedule going to be like? And it's the same way all through the day. How am I going to treat my spouse? What do I say to my children? What do I do in my job? Or what do I do in working things out with my boss? All through the day we make decisions. And what the Lord is wanting is for us to have in our minds a screen, if you please, to pass everything before him where we say, Lord, help me to treat everyone, every situation, everything I do, the way you would do it, the way you want me to do it. 
And we silently do this in the foreground of our mind, always there, always praying without ceasing. And my friend, God will help you in your relationships with your spouse, with your children, with your work, and how you spend your money, and everything. He will even help you to despise the bad habits that you want to get rid of, as long as we keep Him with us. I guarantee you that if you keep in a close, constant relationship like this with Jesus, that you will know success, you will know fulfillment. People will come to love you deeply, like you've never known before. But most of all, you will have a peace that will come in your heart that passes all understanding. And the Book of Heaven says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Just like you, I continue to grow in my Christian experience. And what I mean by growth, I'm continuing to learn how to depend on the Lord and to be in an attitude of prayer every day, an hour, and in every minute. I sit on a lot of committees in both Canada and the northwest part of the United States, and oftentimes in these committees, I hear things that are aggravating to me or I think are wrong, and I find myself becoming very upset, and my bad feelings start getting in the way, and oftentimes I find myself wanting to say things that might be harsh or wrong. And at times like this, I'm learning more and more to shoot a signal to the Lord and say, Lord, please help me to know what to say. Help me to know what kind of attitude to have here. And you know, He helps me. If people were to listen to me and what was going on in my mind, they might think I was crazy. But you know, I'm finding that there is a peace that comes in my life more and more as I let Him lead every minute. It's so encouraging to see more and more how God helps me to control my emotions. And He gives me wisdom to understand and to participate in issues I know little about. That reminds me of God's promise in the Book of Heaven, where He says, Call to me and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things you do not know. Learning to live in an attitude of prayer without ceasing not only gives you answers to your problems, but softly, yet powerfully, places an assurance in your heart and in your mind that you're not alone. There's another gift which God wishes to give us. It's called intercessory prayer. This means that God is willing to help other people when we pray for them for their behalf. You say, even if they don't know we're praying for them or they haven't asked us to pray for them? Yes, that's right. There has been many a child, no matter how old they are, that have been helped by the Lord to change because of the prayers of a praying mother or a father or a spouse. When we pray on behalf of our children, of our friends and loved ones, God sends His angels on their behalf to work with great intensity. God tells us in the Book of Heaven to pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man, he says, avails much. A person who is prayed for is much like the moon. 
it reflects light even when it's in darkness because somewhere far away the sun is sending its light God promises that he'll put a hedge of protection around those children who are prayed for protection from Satan and his demons as well as from physical harm we have so much to gain from prayer it's amazing that we as Christians don't pray more finally our world has experienced in so many places like never before the horrors of war the events that are happening right before us right now can't help but remind us of the great spiritual warfare that's going on between good and evil Satan is doing everything he can today to disconnect us from the working of God in our hearts and the work of the great Holy Spirit it's interesting how Satan closes in around those who neglect to pray my friend prayer is the lifeline for the Christian how is it with you friend do you have a problem that you need help with? Do you have a loved one that you're worried about? Do you have an addiction that you need deliverance from? God says he'll help us. He's promised to be there if we'll just ask him. What the Lord is wanting is to live in your life through an attitude of prayer. He's wanting to be close to you. He wants you to know the greatest experience that you can ever have on this earth. It's my hope that this business of having a constant attitude of prayer will be your experience. And now I'd like to pray for you. Dear Lord, I thank you for everyone who has listened to this message today. I pray that you will help them to realize how vital it is and how important it is that we know how to pray. I pray, dear Lord, that you will help us to come as we are. Help us not to wait until we're perfect or better. And so today, we ask that you will help us all to have a meaningful prayer life, a communing with you, in which we talk to you and you talk to us. Please lead us and guide us to this end. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And now, friend, reach out to God, because he's reaching out to you. And until we meet again, let only the good spirit guide you.